all right so we got championship sunday coming up in the nfl that we do uh we did promise you guys that we were going to do nfl talk this season now Mm -hmm. yeah we kind of waited until the flipping end of the season to get to it but we got to it it's still the nfl season and there's going to be plenty of stuff in the off season to get to where we could kind of do like a post-mortem kind of thing yeah so we'll get to all that in due time but for the time being we'll just like dive right in so yeah after this week past weekend we have all matchups in both the nfc and the afc that we do uh we'll start nfc uh we have packers and 49ers uh going head to head uh it's going to be in san francisco Mm-hmm. And as best I could tell, I mean, these are two teams that had, well, I could say this more for the 49ers. They had a had a good season. Um, Packers, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they they, they did okay, too. 13-3 and three is a little more than okay. Yeah, that, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I can't remember their record, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure they kicked ass this season. Yeah. But, um, so you know what? They, you know, they held their own, did they thing. Um... But there's a there's a little bit to to kind of get into here, so I wanted to ask that kind of at the top, what's at stake uh, for both teams? What do you think is like, what does it mean, or does it mean more than just a trip to the uh, Super Bowl, as it were? Well, I think uh, more so for the Packers than the 49ers, uh, this game means a lot for Aaron Rodgers. It would mean his second trip to the Super Bowl. He hasn't been to the Super Bowl despite all of his accolades, all of the things that he's been able to accomplish throughout his career. He's only been to one Super Bowl, and that was in 2010. So, well, technically 2011, but 2010 season. And so that's kind of that's kind of been an indictment on his career that, you know, he's led the Packers to several playoff berths, but was never able to get them back to the Super Bowl since then. Uh, so this definitely means a lot to him. This is... Potentially his second trip to the Super Bowl. He's one of the all-time great quarterbacks. Um, def- definitely one of the best of his generation. So, yeah, I mean, with, there's a lot that comes with that alone. Obviously, for Matt LaFleur, his first year as a head coach in the NFL, taking his team, one of the more legendary teams in the NFL's history, the Green Bay Packers, to the Super Bowl off a 13-3 and record. That's pretty impressive on his part. And, yeah, I mean... It's about as far as I can think of it. Yeah, for the Packers, yeah. I mean, you kind of nailed it. It It, do, it is going to be more for Aaron Rodgers than it does the Packers team as a whole. But, I mean, I think most people would kind of agree that he is that team. So, I guess you can kind of alternate between the two. Yeah. He hasn't, but, been, um, he hasn't been like the same Aaron Rodgers the last couple of years. Like you can. Yeah. I mean, Father Time is undefeated, right? So, it's, yeah. only, it's only reasonable. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I look at him, as, it's not like he can't make the throws. He's just not making them. Mm. You know, it's like, like you look at Tom Brady today, and you can, like you see him, and you feel like, all right, he, he can't do that anymore, right? Like you saw uh, Peyton Manning at the end of his career. is like, okay, he can't do it anymore. With Aaron Rodgers, it looks like he still can. He just isn't doing it, Okay, which is a little baffling to me, but that's probably just me. Maybe he straight up just can't. But that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess you you say it's a conversation for another time, but really it's like now if there was ever a time for him to show that he still can to prove you right, mm-hmm. then next week can potentially 
the two weeks after that would be the time to show it. Yes, it would. So, I mean, I guess this would be more of a question when I ask who you got winning it. But I guess for the time being, we'll kind of leave the Packers where they are and then um, or Aaron Rodgers where he is and then go to San Francisco, who I don't think many people had them going here <laughs> to this point. Like, I think a lot of people thought they would compete for a playoff spot, you know, be a wild card team, have a nice season, you know, prove, prove, uh, you know, John Lynch's and Kyle, Sh- Kyle Shanahan's confidence as a GM head coaching tandem, right? When they were hired a couple of years ago, it was a full-on rebuild. They were moving on from the Colin Kaepernick era. And, you know, lots of questions in the air. We didn't know what was going to become of the team. They drafted well. They brought in the right guys. They traded up. They traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. They did basically everything right. Yeah. Brought in a bunch of free agents. And, yeah, this season has kind of just all been all of that culminating into what has been a very successful season another 13 and 3 year mm. in the NFC number 1 seed and get the host of the NFC championship game so i mean kudos to them and uh as for what this means like what's at stake for them i mean for players like uh Richard Sherman a uh, chance to you know reassert himself as an elite cornerback if he ever lost that status uh you know helping the Niners defense get to the Super Bowl after you know helping the Seahawks get to two Super Bowls a couple years ago Right. Um, I mean, for Kyle Shanahan, uh, a chance at redemption. He was in the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons, lest we forget. <laughs> and uh, or lest I forget. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he, he has an opportunity to come back this time as a head coach and hopefully win this time. Uh, I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm a little bitter. I was but, gonna uh, say, like you, you sound just a little bit better. Uh, and I mean, yeah, for John Lynch again, uh, he was hired to be the new general manager of the San Francisco 49ers a couple years back, and um, I mean, almost it seems like every move he's made has been on point. Mm-hmm. He's hit the mark, and you know, this kind of just like would establish him as one of the top executives in the NFL this young into his executive career so I mean yeah I mean I'm pretty sure he's already proven that but like a trip to the Super Bowl would kind of just like be the exclamation point on that um and for Jimmy Garoppolo is imagine he wins it I know right that'd be something (laughs) and uh yeah Jimmy Garoppolo especially uh you know the uh the understudy to Tom Brady for several years coming uh, into San Francisco, having won, I believe, 22 of his first 27 starts in his entire career. And then his first full season as a 49er, number one seed, gets them to the Super Bowl, potentially wins the Super Bowl. It's like, you know, he just... All of that, the training and the teaching and everything, the development in New England just all coming to fruition in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick's not the happiest about that potential scenario. But uh, I, I feel like there's mo- there's a lot to explore in just that because I feel like there was a moment, and you can probably speak to this more than I can, where mm-hmm. Bill Belichick kind of saw the writing on the wall yeah. for both Tom Brady and Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And was like, all right, like, all right, champ. This is top, but there's only one way. Only one way you can go. 
Belichick yeah. say, speak, saying this hypothetically to Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. And he sees like this prodigy is like, Jesus, this does not happen where you go from one great guy to like a potential diamond again. Yeah. But I mean, anyway, I don't, I don't want to get sidetracked with that, yeah. but uh, I, that's always a, a tough thing to do in the NFL when you have to transition from your starting quarterback, who's done nothing but good things for you, especially new England, Tom Brady. I mean, what more could he have done? Yeah. I mean, okay. He could have beat the giants, but that wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's it's always better to do these things early than late. So maybe you let Tom Brady go and he still performs. I mean, they did win a couple more Super Bowls after trading Jimmy Garoppolo. So take with take that for what you will. But. Yeah, yeah. You could blame it to the strength of the Patriots or the weakness of anyone else or a myriad of other factors. But uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, but it's. This moment in time exactly is is what uh, New England like kind of locked into once they dealt away Jimmy Garoppolo because Tom Brady played great for a couple more years they won a couple more Super Bowls and then Tom wasn't that good and the Patriots went home and Jimmy Garoppolo leading his team they're still here mm-hmm. and they're at home on Sunday and they just might win and they might win the whole thing we won't know yet. We all know. We have to we have to wait and watch, but yeah. So for Jimmy G, this is kind of just like everything that you know he kind of made us the. It was more of a media thing than he himself, but that the media hyped him up to be like the the um, the next one mm-hmm. after Tom Brady or like the, the the prodigy or whatever, whatever. I don't know if he really did get all the hype because I, like, I feel like. We really tried to hype up a few other dudes. We did. At the same time that Jimmy G was, like, coming around. Yeah. There was a whole Johnny football. I don't know if it was the exact same time. I mean, you? Johnny Manziel. I mean, it, that one we was. Were, uh, everybody was wrong about that. Everybody. No, see, some people knew he was going to be bad. It's just, like, people people thought he could be good, but mm-hmm. they weren't willing to wait. Yeah. They wanted him to be good immediately. And then, of course, he himself got in his own way. But, you you know what happens, yeah, right? right. Yeah, any, anyway, like as, like I said, I'm not sure about timelines and stuff, so I may be off base here. But the point is, is that the 49ers with Jimmy G at the helm. Mm-hmm. I'm only saying Jimmy G because I can't say Garoppolo smoothly. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G is a nice nickname, you know. Yeah, anyway, well, well yeah, no, um, I'm looking forward to it, and and I guess that kind of just leads us to this question: the question of the of the night really is who you have winning that game on Sunday. Yeah, I'm gonna go 49ers in a blowout. In a all right. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Yeah, you have to explain that I'm, a little bit. I, I apologize to the Packers fans listening, but uh, Aaron Rodgers has one receiver he likes to throw to, and uh, well, he can depend on rather, mm. and um, he's gonna be covered by Richard Sherman all day. If not him, then this Witherspoon guy who. He did get torched last week by Stephon Diggs, but, you know, other than that, I'm, like, the entire secondary, really, of the entire defense yeah, is just stifling in San Francisco to the point where, like, you need more than just Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers will make some great throws. You can, you know, some, maybe not as many as he used to, but he will make some. But I don't think he has nearly enough, like, in his arsenal enough options enough weapons 
And I don't think Matt LaFleur has enough plays mm-hmm. to overcome that defense. That alone would win, I think, will win San Francisco the game. But when you add that on top of uh, San Francisco's offensive line being healthy uh, against a really a really good Packers defensive line, but I think one that's going to you know, have to fight for every chance to get at Jimmy Garoppolo and stop that running game, I just don't see – I just think, like, you have to – beat San Francisco at several points in the game, whereas uh, with Green Bay, you don't have to... Mm. There's not so much to cover. You know, it's like, take Devontae Adams out of the game, limit the run. San Francisco has less work that they need to do in order to win, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. So, with that, it's like... Like, I really want... I would rather Aaron Rodgers gets another crack at a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, I've been back in Drew Brees all these years. I've been wanting a guy like Phillip Rivers to finally get his time. It never came, but I'm hoping for that. So, yeah, man. Like, anytime. Because, you know, they had to spend all these years watching Tom Brady win all these championships. So, I'm I'm rooting for these old guys to, you know, get get their day. Yeah. uh, Take one last crack at it and hopefully have it pay off. Yeah, I feel you on that. And while Aaron Rodgers isn't exactly as old as those other guys I mentioned, the the Philip Rivers is the Eli Mannings or the Ben Roethlisberger's, he is not too far away. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would rather the Packers won this game, but yeah. I just can't see how they how they do it. So if I had to say a score like I don't know, thirty five twenty one. Okay, I mean it's not bad. You said blowout like. I mean, two touchdowns, the other team scores. Yeah, yeah, like, I could could see it being competitive, if nothing else. Like, that score doesn't seem far-fetched to me, but Mm -hmm. I could still see it being competitive. Um, For the reasons you kind of explained about Aaron Rodgers, I am going to pick the Packers. It's an emotional pick. It's not a... Yeah. Picked based on facts like like you was given, but again, I'm going into the game of Packers supporter. Yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm gonna go all the way in and pick them, but uh, I I don't know. I we'll see, we'll see. This is the this is the part of the NFL season that is like, it's it's the best part because that's like, all the excitement is building up and yeah. So I'm definitely gonna catch the game and uh, I'll be pulling for. Aaron Rodgers, the entire time. Yep. Um, As will most people in the sports world, I find. Like, there were a bunch of Lakers at that Packers game last Yeah, I saw that. Weekend. I saw that. that. Lil Wayne was there, LeBron. too. I was like, yeah. Well, Lil who? Wayne is a big cheesehead. Like, well, yeah, but, I, and we knew this beforehand, but it just got me thinking, like, yeah, how many Packers fans mm-hmm. are out here? Like, I mean, Giannis, he plays for Milwaukee, but he was tweeting, go Pack, go. So with Joel Embiid, and I was like, it. All right, so everybody pro pro Green Bay. All right, all right, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at it, but hey, damn. Sidebar: It really confuses me that Wisconsin is an Eastern Conference team in the NBA. Yeah, and they was. Anyway, yeah. that, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, leave it to me to bring NBA into an NFL conversation, but well. I wanted to take a quick break here just to say thank you for everybody for listening and sharing and subscribing to the show thus far. Thank you for supporting the season. Um, it's really helping out, and the engagement that I'm seeing online is very much encouraging. So 
definitely just wanted to come on here real quick and say thank you. Additionally, I wanted to get some sort of uh, feedback, if I could, for all the folks who listen regularly. I wanted to ask if there were certain things about the show that you think could be improved on. Um, you know, we're trying out this new thing where we're breaking things out into segments. If you've seen from our uh, first episode, trying different things out like affiliate links. That's a new one for us this season. Um, is there things in particular that you would like to see down there? Some links to like products or heck, even different kinds of services that you would like to see down there. Something that you could really use and get into and you wouldn't mind clicking on or just the way that these things are presented. Any sort of feedback, any sort of commentary you guys can give really does go a long way. Um, so anybody who has any sort of uh, commentary for us, uh, you can hit us up in the usual places. Twitter, Instagram, hell, Facebook is where normally we're things get shared first so uh, hit us up let us know but for the time being i'm gonna shut up and let the other version of me get back to it the nfc done we got to look at the afc we have the titans uh at chiefs and that's another one that i didn't uh if i told you i saw it coming i'd be lying so i mean if everyone if anyone told you they saw that coming they'd be lying yeah in particular i think that and this is sort of the question here. The Titans are are the ones that if you if you ask me to pick what team would meet like if we assumed that the Chiefs were going to make it, what team yeah, would meet yeah. them? The Titans would not have been my first or second pick, or but, third. <laughs> yeah, right. But like you only so, had four picks, but yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but like it, it it does beg the question: What do you make of the the Titans' runs? To open it up there. I mean, like. It kind of came out of nowhere, if you ask me. I mean, not necessarily. Like, them coming into the playoffs is like, you know, we kind of had the idea, like, all right, they, they were they got hot. Yeah. They got hot. But, like, everything from, like, going into the season, I didn't know how good of a coach Mike Vrabel was. It turns out he's a really damn good one. I for, I couldn't tell you any of either of their coordinators' names, if you asked me, because I, I, I don't know. I don't look at the Tennessee. I live in Montreal. What do you want? Like... <laughs> We, they don't they don't show us Titans games up here. We don't know much about that team. We just know, uh, you know, that Derrick Henry guy. He's pretty big, and he don't let him break loose. And um, although I don't know how you stop him, but point well taken. And uh, yeah, they're a solid, not bad, but not great team. That's how we usually felt about the Titans. And then Marcus Mariota, he just kept underperforming. It reached a point to where uh, Vrabel decided to bench him in favor of Ryan Tannehill, who was coming off several years with the Dolphins, most of which was rather disappointing, whether it was because of injuries or just overall underperformance. He just comes in and, well, plays like one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a Case Keenum-esque run from a couple years ago. But this feels a little more legit. You know, like it's not a flash in the pan. Like 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 Ryan Tannehill's actually that good. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's really hard to say, but uh, what did I make of this run? I mean, I certainly didn't think I mean I had my doubts that they were going to Foxborough and beat the Patriots just because of the it's the Patriots, you know? Right. Like, they don't lose to the titans nine and seven teams that barely make the play i mean unless it's the giants Mm. but they're they're not the giants yeah so also it's the patriots yeah 
and even though like they had their down season, right? The offense looked anemic. The they just didn't look the same towards the end. You just w- weren't gonna believe that they were done until somebody actually beat them. And then the Titans beat them, fourteen to thirteen. So that kind of just like okay. And like throughout that game, you kind of just saw Mike Vrabel just making some excellent coaching decisions with that during throughout, and you just like, okay, mm-hmm. well, damn, all right. But it was like, I mean, it was the Patriots, right? They're they're dead. They were dying a slow, painful death. You know, the Ravens is a whole different animal. Apparently not. Because uh, <laughs> they went into Baltimore and pretty much dominated yeah, the number them. one seed. Yeah. Now, you could say it was Lamar Jackson playing nervous. It was him, like, trying too hard or, you know, just flat out choking. Because, I mean, none of those descriptions of his performance would be wrong, per se. Um but yeah, man, Tennessee, they just dominated. Tannehill made some key throws and I mean no one can tackle Derrick Henry. That's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> you so, got a guy on your team who you can't you just can't go down, then that that definitely helps. But uh It does. But yeah, so what do I make of it? I mean j- j- damn. Yeah. Like <laughs> if 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 nothing else, you get you gotta call it impressive. So like, uh you know, my hat's off to him. Yeah. Okay. Um, just And then kind of from that, I mean, the Chiefs, what can we really say about the Chiefs if, we, if we're going to say anything? Um, I, I, I didn't find, you know, their run surprising. No, no. No, I mean, um, I mean, they were in the AFC Championship game last year. A lot of people, myself included, would argue that they should have won the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would have won the game if D. Ford was literally two inches further back from the line of scrimmage. But, you know, these things happen. It's football. What do you want? Yeah. Sour grapes. Uh, we won't cry over spilled milk. Uh, yeah. So, it happened. The game went over time. Chiefs still had a chance to win. They just didn't. So, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, this time around, it's a different opponent. It's a team that's built a little differently. Uh I don't know. The Titans are kind of just playing with house money. So it's <laughs> like, if they lose, I mean, hey, no one thought we'd get this far anyway. If they win, just like... We're just going to keep winning. We're just going to keep going. I feel it. And so with the Chiefs, it was this was less of... This was just more about getting back to this point. And, but this time, you know... Making it count. Yeah. And taking it a step further. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think the Chiefs are satisfied getting to this point I, I think that they expected to get here I think they did everything that they did this past offseason letting go of several guys in their defense and just you know retooling that side of the ball and just uh trying to get to the big game this time uh it would it mean it would mean a lot for Patrick Mahomes completing arguably the greatest two-year stretch to start a career in NFL history arguably mm-hmm. uh it's a damn good argument. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's, there's, others. Uh, I believe Tom Brady. Well, yeah, I mean, one, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, but in any case, once again, not saying that you'd win the argument if you were to make it, but you'd have a damn good case. Yeah. So, 
And, of course, Andy Reid, his legacy would get a little bit of a boost if he could finally make a Super Bowl with the, with the Chiefs. It'd be nice. Andy Reid, man. Like, uh but I'm just, uh, I'm, 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 anyway, let me not even. Let me not even. I don't want to open that uh, that can of worms. I, I, I'm I'm rooting for the man. I'm rooting for the team. Likewise. Uh, honestly, I'm just looking forward to the game in general because I don't think I'd be particularly upset with either one winning the game. Mm-hmm. But I I am gonna pin you down on this one though because I am gonna ask you to make a pick like I did with uh, AFC. Of course, of course. Like right now, right now. Well, I mean, is there any is there something um, like? Well, let me ask about the matchup. How do you think these two teams match up? Um, I mean, they played against each other earlier in the season in Tennessee, a game that the Titans won. But you know, I believe I believe Mahomes was playing injured in that game. I believe he was missing some key components to the offense. And uh, despite all that, it took a couple of odd, unlikely occurrences in that game, like a blocked punt at the end for Tennessee to barely escape with the win. Yeah. They did win it. And, but, and, you know, some people dismiss that, and I understand why, because, well, the Chiefs got better from that point, and Tennessee certainly got better from that point. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, this is just a different ball game. It's a different setting, two different teams from when they played before, and it's just... So we can't really extrapolate from their first meeting. I mean, you could, but... It w- okay, it's not it's not apples to apples anymore. Yeah, I got you. Essentially, it's um, apples to pears. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, cl- that's the that. best I could do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm I'm not mad at you for that one. Anyway, uh, I mean, it's hard to really dial it up because, like, if you told me like how do how do the Titans match up with the Ravens, I'd have told you they they don't. Mm. The Ravens are better on both sides of the ball. The, the the Titans have yes an immovable force who can run the ball, the Ravens are an immovable force who can run the ball. Yeah, right. But despite this, Titans trounced them. So, on the road in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So they're going to Kansas City, and I mean, all all the logical like ideas you can come up with will tell you. Kansas City is going to win this game. Yeah. Easily. They have a better quarterback. They have a better coach, arguably. I mean, actually, no, no, not arguably. They have a better coach. Okay. They have, I don't want to say a better defense because I don't know, I don't know much about Tennessee's players on defense, but like, I would, I would say based on how they've played towards the end of the season, Kansas City has a better defense. Kansas City should win this game. Yeah. Right. That's what everything on paper should tell you. That's what the record should tell you. That's what basically, everything should tell you right i don't know okay okay because ryan Tannehill went into foxborough threw for under 100 yards and won then went to baltimore completed like five passes i remember mm-hmm. and destroyed baltimore mind you it wasn't Tannehill himself but like i'd have told you baltimore's defense is better than tennessee's too yeah so I, I just don't know. Like, Tennessee's on a hot streak right now, and you just don't know how to cut it off or how to stop it. So yeah. I, I I really don't know what to tell you. I will say, for the same reasons that you, allowed, that you alluded to, um, 
is that I will pro- I am going to go ahead and pick Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the sensible pick. Yeah, yeah. And far be it from me to stray from common wisdom. Now, Tennessee is on a run, mm-hmm. so I won't take anything away from them. I think it'll be a very competitive game. I think it'll be a very close game. Yeah. But I, I don't. At the same time, I don't know if it's going to be like a high-scoring affair. Oh no, I don't. I don't see that happening. And I feel like even like at the end of it, I, I don't think the score will tell you what kind of game it was because you know how you see like well for example what was it with the team one team they shoot i'm forgetting i'm blanking one team scored like 21 24 in the first mm. and then from then on oh texans yeah like and then the from last then weekend? on it was, yeah yeah oh, okay it yeah. was like a fifth it went on like 40 something unanswered points yeah 41 unanswered points and uh, they got outscored the rest of the game, fifty-one to seven. Yeah. So like the score didn't tell you that. What's what's the team with the twenty? Um, Houston. Houston. The 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 score doesn't tell you mm-hmm. that Houston scored twenty in the in the first twenty something in the first quarter. Right. Um. What the score tells you is that it was a blowout, and it was a blowout, but it, it doesn't was. tell you like the tide of the game, and that's my point. Okay. I feel like there will be at the end of the game a significant difference in in terms of the two scores. Okay. But I don't think it'll tell you how that game actually progressed and how we got to that end result. Okay, so you think like t- Kansas City will like, you know, just at the end pull away with like a, a, a like a touchdown to kind of seal it. Yeah. That kind of like makes makes the deficit a little too big for ten- Tennessee to come back exactly. from. Exactly. Okay. That type of thing. I got you. Or like a couple of good scores early, they they try to come back, trying to come back, and then just some stops or mm-hmm. either way, right? Because I'm picking Kansas City, right, to win, but like it it could easily be this scenario could be easily in favor of um, Tennessee, of course. Right. So anyway, that's that's heavy speculation. I'm not even gonna try to put a score to it, mm-hmm. but I am definitely hyped for this game, and I, I'll be firmly planted. <laughs> well, maybe not firmly, but I will be <laughs> keeping an eye on this damn game uh, all throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I got to make a pick now. Huh? Well, uh, uh, we, I, I can let you off the hook on this one. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. The AFC Championship game will be won by the Tennessee Titans. Mm. A score of twenty-four to twenty-three. Tight. Okay. Okay. We definitely gotta run this back, and yeah. uh, I don't know. I just th- I just look at the Tennessee team, and I just think of like those um, those two uh, championship teams from the, that the Giants had. Yeah. Right. Like one. I think both of them are like nine and seven. They go on the road practically every game beat teams that throughout the regular season were far and away better mm-hmm. and just make their way to the Super Bowl and win it like it like they were always supposed to make it there. They went with great good coaching, good defense, miracle plays on offense. For the Giants it was a pass to David Tyree and another pass to Mario Manningham for the second Super Bowl. For Tennessee it's this big fridge of a man called Derrick Henry. So there you go. Alright. Like I said, I, I can't I can't 
fault you on that pick because yeah. uh, Tennessee's on a run, and yeah. I don't know. They they look like the the momentum is on the is at their back. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that.